Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy, and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin. Hello, beautiful soul. Today we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. We're going to talk about our phone usage and screen time. We never talked about um, this topic on the podcast and it's about time because I believe almost every person I talk to as a potential client, as a current client, tell me that they spend way too much time on their phones. I don't know about you, um, but I consider myself a person with really good discipline and If you're not, that's okay as well, because I used to be a very ambitious person with no discipline, even though others perceived me otherwise, but I felt like I had no discipline, I had no habits, and that's why the podcast exists, because you haven't taken me on the journey learning with me what habits served me for the last decade, what habits I'm still embracing, what can we do for in terms of our health, wellness, wellness, stress management, overall quality of life, and the phone usage has been... One of those things I didn't completely solidify in terms of saying like, okay, I got it under control 100%. Yes, I'm a health coach. Yes, I'm very well aware of the studies that are circulating around about about EM, the EMFs, and we're going to talk about it. But also I'm a human being. So I want to preface this with the fact that I'm still learning. And the last month, I was just telling one of my girlfriends that my screen time went up. It went up not for work. (laughs) It went up for the time when I want to kind of not doom scroll necessarily. We're going to talk about that part as well. But just zone out. And it's been tapping into my uh, nighttime, which my routine I shared so many times on the podcast. If you haven't listen to the topic, to the recent podcast on sleep, go listen to it. My routine, usually I like to spend an hour in bed with a book or without a book and without my phone, without scrolling. But TikTok's been kind of sucky and some things that I've been researching and absorbing in grad school and in my personal practice with clients been kind of mind blowing. So I would find my problem is not even scrolling on TikTok or social. My problem is I go, I'm an obsessive researcher. I will go and down the rabbit hole and I will end up staying up too late. Why am I sharing this? Because this is not one of the things like nutrition or movement or good sleep or stress management. Those four pillars for me, those are so fundamental, fundamental that they will create a massive impact on my life. When I was preparing for this episode, I was preparing, gathering my thoughts, I realized that the talk about screen time, radiation from our phone, and all of that can go both ways. Again, fully transparent here because I believe there are studies, I've seen studies that say that 
EMFs, electromagnetic field, fields, if you don't know, the negative effects of radiation basically can impact us, can impact our brain, can lead to brain cancer. Then there are other studies that say, no, it's not true. There are studies that uh, show that cell phones uh, usage and the radiation impacts bone density. And my answer to that, just go lift fucking weights. And there are cell phones effects on fertility. There are phone, cell phones effect on kids and our brain. So I'm going to talk about the physical part and mental part a little bit. And I'm not going to dive into like heavy research for you because you can do that for yourself. And if you ever need an article on this or that side, I'm going to stay in the neutral position here. What I do want to emphasize and what I see in my clients a lot and what I see in my own life and my own examples, when my the phone and the scroll time and the physical mental aspects of it are not serving me and straying me away, deviating me from my path of being like optimally healthy. And again, this is not as massive as your nutrition, right? Inflammation is one of the biggest factors and your lifestyle factors like human connection, socialization, mental health, those are important things, including things like movement and, you know, sleep and sun exposure, yada, yada, yada. I can go on this topic for a long time, but we're going to talk about the phone stuff, phone usage, screen time, EMFs. I want to ask you a question. I know it's a hot button topic and there are more and more articles coming out on it. I want to ask you before we talk about it, instead of freaking out and thinking, looking up your screen usage time, I want to ask yourself while you're listening to this, how healthy is my baseline and how much time am I actually wasting on my phone? How can I improve this? So where is the room for improvement? So most importantly, you're not missing the forest for the trees, right? But if you feel like the phone usage has been your Achilles heel, you feel like you are not productive, you're not focused, you're playing TikTok songs in your head all day long, by the way, guilty as charged. You would benefit from listening to this episode and I'm gonna give you a few short, powerful tips how to overcome certain roadblocks, I guess. There are positives to phone usage, right? We get connected there. So I want to talk about the benefits first because we get connected better with people. It's faster. We're exposed to information. We can research and find things that are interest, interesting of us. It impacts even the economy. It impacts, that gives more people opportunities to connect and learn and change the world, impact the world. It would be hard for me without screen time, without specifically, let's say, to make content on social media. Of course, there are other mediums. But what happens often, why with those positives? There are obviously the negatives and the disruptors. We stopped being as social as we used to be. We rely on digital life. Have you ever gotten mad when you tried to order a coffee in line and their thing is not ordering, ordering or working? So frustrating. But you know what? We used to walk to stores. I remember I was five and six and I would walk to the store to get bread and milk. And if I forgot something in the store, I would come home, ask my mom and go again. Here we are. There is no, there are no cell phones. I've just aged myself significantly. <laughs> so we're also, there are studies. I forgot. What's his name? Dr. Vivek Murthy has a great book called Together. He's a doctor, like a medical doctor, a professional. And he has a great book sharing how we how actually social connections and quality time with your tribe, with your people 
can benefit and impact your health and how detrimental they are to your health when you don't have any. So if you've been a homebody, it's time to get out and talk to people, talk to the world, even just for a little bit. There are also negatives of blue light uh, that are, if you probably know, so many people are wearing blue light blockers now and blue light blue light will disrupt your sleep, will disrupt your circadian rhythms, your hormones. So there are consequences in sleep. And I think it's important to ask, generally looking at those pros and cons, like how it's impacting you right now. You may not see the feasible, tangible impact right away, or you may just feel the void that you're feeling in your life, which is more mental than physical. But I want to ask you this. How reliant are you on your phone? How is your sleep affected by your phone? Do you go out and talk to people? Do you spend time in nature? Do you get that recharge? Um, Because I've recently had a client who said, I recharge by scrolling. And I asked her, so when you put your phone down, what do you do? She's like, I'm just out of it. I just go to bed. And next morning I crave my phone time and I don't feel like I'm taking action in XYZ areas. So we were trying to implement a strategy when she spends just a little bit less time on recharging air quotes, but a little bit more time on benefiting her health and doing something like taking a tiny step towards her wellness. So because the average time, I believe it was like four or five hours. It changes every time I do this research. It changes how much time we spend on our phone. If your social media time anywhere above one hour a day, that's my criteria. I don't judge you. I just wanted to know. I'm not going to judge you. But it's an hour a day you could spend on something else. And if you're okay with that, cool. Move on. <laughs> Listen to a different podcast episode. But if you are listening to this point, you probably feel like it's harder for you to disengage from social media and feel present in your life, your real life. How to feel healthier when you're on your phone if you feel like you're you know hunched over and exhausted and sleep deprived because you scrawled so there are many things you can do that will not take away that joy from your life but yet will provide you some some positive physical and mental and emotional benefits so let's talk about those a few things i do differently than i've done for many many years i've been playing with some i've been practicing some for a while I keep my phone in the airplane mode in the night. I know most of my girlfriends do if you're listening to this and if you are new to my world. Um, if you've never heard of this, try that. It's actually really good. You well, obviously I have no notifications on my phone aside from some few things, very, very few things that are urgent, important and should be addressed. Uh, like notification the client rescheduled last minute or text from my mom, things like that, friends and family. For the most part, for the 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m., I turn my phone off completely in airplane mode so I don't get any radiation. And you can leave your phone in a different room and get an alarm, like a real alarm clock. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, I don't grab my phone first thing in the morning. I shared this before. Another thing I do that most people start thinking about it the more impact and the longer time we spend with phones and screens it's the posture because the older you get the bone density loss the muscle loss the text neck right all of that i start thinking about aging gracefully more and more so so i actually talked to my chiropractor a few months ago and i've considered like i let my body naturally sit where it sits and the way it sits um as an athlete i use different 
posture in a way so it's important to kind of drop into your natural posture not slouching right allowing your lumbar spine kind of relax and allowing your lower back be maybe slightly curved as if it is or straight if it is and keeping your phone most of the time tend to keep your phone in front of your eyes that means you're not lowering your chin you're keeping your gaze up you're allowing the energy flow through you better you're not straining your neck and back that's the posture thing that's the second thing posture the first one was to to unplug your phone unplug your phone put it in airplane mode turn it off just to do everything there because um, you don't need that exposure and if you're a, an expecting mom if you have children sleeping with you obviously this is a more gentle and sensitive area kids have thinner everything thinner skin thinner bones they will be more prone to whatever negative potential effects we don't know about the third thing i wanted to do is the information intermittent fasting iif not just if many people do it now it's awesome information intermittent fasting is when you unplug yourself from the flow of information and you allow your brain just to be instead of produce analyze think engage play songs <laughs> open all the tabs close all the tabs do research in your head like Pull, pull all the emotions because even when you're recalling something that you watched on TikTok, let's say it was painful, right? And you forgot about it. And before the night, you're like, oh, this girl, da, da, da. And her story is so sad. You're triggering the emotions. You're triggering the emotions. You're going to keep yourself away. You're going to trigger processes in your body that are going to, you know, it's just a not a rejuvenating technique. Um, I feel like this is one of my favorite things to do actually and when i go away i was just sharing uh, something at the girlfriend's party last night that when i go away i love i love 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 locations that don't have wi-fi or cell phone signal i am a happy camper literally i'm going in one soon but i love the fact of complete disconnection from the world of information things notifications emails stress appointments finances responsibilities more responsibilities and just diving into being more being feeling knowing oh this is my hand this is my fingertip <laughs> oh this is cold oh i just burned my hand making marshmallows at a campfire um i love that part so 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 much um the fourth part if you're concerned about emfs you can get a safer phone just looked up their ratings and get a phone with low emf rating you can get stickers and you can pay hundreds of dollars for emf stickers if you want to i've never tried them i feel like i have a healthy baseline in terms of my health i'm not too concerned about it but if you feel like you are sensitive some people are sensitive you can protect yourself with uh, these investments another way to stop scrolling is block your apps there are apps that block apps <laughs> i've never been successful with that i'm just good at putting my phone down and if i'm not i actually address it in my journaling or self-talk one of the things i wanted to take away today is this piece getting to the bottom of why you're using your phone so much are you doom scrolling are you numbing are you avoiding are you dissociating are you disengaged from your life what is going on and once you understand it with a few simple questions like what is really going on how am i really doing today today this week this month this year what do i actually need instead of this or what am i avoiding if i'm avoiding something i'll make to avoid list thank you monica who taught me that oh my gosh i love it so much i'll make two i think i'm avoiding list i'll take the nasty frog from that list i'll break it down that sounds 
very graphic. I'll break it down into small pieces, something I'm avoiding, and just naturally grab one item and do it right away. Let's say I need to go see my OBGYN. Who wants to go there to see their OBGYN? Nobody. And if you bore, if I was to break it down, my smallest little task that I can do today and I'm okay doing it and I feel better and I'll make progress next day on this task instead of procrastinating for months would be to Google my provider's address and phone number and schedule, right? Or just like Google how to feel comfortable during a pelvic exam. I don't know, whatever that is, but you get the gist. Uh, it can be as preposterous as you want it to be. And get to the bottom of why you're using this. So we talked about... What is it providing to you that you can't give yourself, don't have an ability to give yourself, or don't take responsibility for? And taking responsibility is one of the best ultimate things you can do for your health and wellness. Even if you feel like you've been completely run down, you have no desire to do and change anything, if you take responsibility for just that piece, let's call it a day. And lastly, you can keep your phone away from yourself when you're calling. I see so many people using their phones just like to their head. I'm still catching. If I know it's a short call, I'll do it. If it's a longer call, I suggest not even AirPods because I don't trust AirPods either, (laughs) but use your regular earbuds. Use your earbuds and keep your phone away when it's in your pocket. If you're a dude listening to this, turn that off. All right. If you want your parts to behave and have a long life. (laughs) Wow, I didn't think I'm going to get into this in this episode. Okay, so I want to sum it up for you so you don't get lost in all of my information thrown at you. Keep your posture natural. Keep your posture natural when you're reading off your phone, when you're using your iPad. People tend to hunch over. So think about your long-term effects of that, the long-term effects of that. Keep the blue light at bay, get a yellow screen light, whatever it's called on the phone, the settings, you can make it like nighttime mode. You can uh, wear and should wear, honestly, I think everybody should wear blue light blockers anytime you access your screen in after the sunset. The third thing I shared was to create an information intermittent fasting protocol for you. For me, it's good 12 hours, sometimes less. The fourth one was to get safer phones to prevent the EMS from affecting you by using stickers or specific gadgets and or cases. I think there are even cases for that. Block the apps on your phone. Number five. Number six, get to the bottom of your phone usage. How come you're scrolling so much? Why are you wasting your time? Why are you not wasting your time? Why are you enjoying your time? And lastly, keep your phone in the airplane mode and away from yourself as much as you can. And uh, yeah, I feel like I've covered everything that I've done or trying or learning about. And this has been a game changer, honestly. And the way I know it, when it's not a game changer, when I feel like I'm not on top of my game. Oh, screen time, let's check. (laughs) What's happening, Anya? Let's talk about that. So I hope that's been useful. I have some cool stuff coming for you this fall, uh, this winter. Not gonna talk about it much because it's still in the process, but it's cool stuff to support you on your journey throughout the holidays, through the stressful season, in terms of your overall optimal wellness. And yeah, because your girl is in grad school, I never know what things are happening anymore. I only know my class time and deadlines and my, my client's schedule, that's all. <laughs> so bear with me. You can always follow up on 
by signing up on my newsletter. You can grab the free, grab the free 50 stress busters at the bottom of this episode in the comments section and in the show notes and keep up with me. I only send two emails a month now because who wants emails? Nobody wants too many emails. And of course, I wish you the best week and I will speaking with you next week.